everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, well, of course, welcome on in. <laughs> glad that you are here. Well, we're in Galatians chapter 4. We're going to be finishing up today. And uh, it's, it's a lot of verses, a lot of data. But I promise you, if you will hang with us, listen, if you will hang with us, the Holy Spirit's going to encourage you, speak to you, and really begin to liberate you out of a mindset of the law and religiosity. I promise you he will. So let's get started in verse 31. The Bible says this. Uh, Paul is speaking. He says, now tell me, he's speaking to the church in Galatia, tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? Okay, so he begins by saying, in essence, who are you listening to? And do you really understand who you're listening to? <laughs> I mean, that is a great question for today, right? Think about it. We can go to YouTube right now and you could type in preaching and, and seriously see hundreds, if not thousands of different preachers preaching different messages about a, you know, an sundry of different things, right? You really can. And do we really know who they are? Do we know what they're saying? Do we know what they're peddling? Do, do we know what their intentions are? And the answer is, well, sometimes yes and, and sometimes no. It takes sometimes a while to figure out who's talking, where they're coming from, and what they're about. And, and we really need to be careful with that. And, and Paul is basically given the same message 2,000 years ago. He's saying, okay, those of you who want to be under the law, are you really listening to the law? Think about what they're saying. They're saying that it's not grace alone. It's not Christ alone. You have to be circumcised. You have to keep all the commandments. You have to surrender again to the synagogue and to the Jews that don't know Christ. You have to surrender again to that. Now, do you really want to go back to that emptiness, to that searching, to that longing like you were before? Do you really want to go back to that? And the answer is, of course, no. If you, if you think about it really clearly, no one wants to go back to that. So now he turns the corner and he's going to talk about Abraham and Hagar and Sarah. So let me give you the background of that. If you don't know now, in Genesis 16 through 21, that's what, five chapters, the story of, of, of um, Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar is really played out. So I'm not going to obviously read all of that to you right now, but that's where you can go if you want the background information. In essence, here's what happens. Um, Abraham has promised at an earlier age that he is going to... Um, bear a child, they're going to bear a child, and that child is going to be a blessing to all generations and to all the world. And through him, there's going to come this great nation. Well, here's what happens. He and Sarah get old. <laughs> they get old and they don't have a kid. So the angel shows up and says, now, when they're in their 90s, saying, you're going to have a kid. Well, of course, they start laughing about it because there's no way this is going to happen. And this person, uh, this angel, this messenger, obviously heard God wrong. So this isn't going to this isn't going to be true. So what does Sarah do? Sarah sends Abraham in to to sleep with Hagar. Now Hagar is a slave; she is owned, and and so Sarah's past childbearing years. So says, "Hey, go in there and and sleep with Hagar." Well, Hagar eventually has a child. Now Sarah also after that event, <laughs> uh, Sarah becomes pregnant and is going to have a child too. Now, one of the children, Hagar's, was a work of the flesh. God made a promise, okay, so we're going to have to work for it because obviously I'm old and God really can't bless me with a miracle. So we're going to have to get in the flesh. We're going to have to do a bunch of works, a bunch of activity, a bunch of stuff to make this happen. But then God turns around and says, well, no, 
I'm God and I can pretty much do what I want to. And I can fulfill this without a question or a shadow of a doubt. So that's a little bit of the background. So now Paul brings it up and he says this, For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman, one by a free woman, right? One by Hagar, one by Sarah. But the son of the slave was born according to the flesh. In other words, um, they went in, they slept together, they tried to run around uh, this idea of needing faith in God and God alone. They wanted to help out a little bit. That's what the law does. The law and religious systems that are opposed to grace will always say we got to help out. You know you're in a cult or in a Christian church that is askew theologically when they say, well, we believe in grace, but that's after we do all we can do. After we do all we can do, then God's going to kick in the rest. That's not grace. Grace says you can't do it. God's going to do it because he loves you. Right here, Abraham was given a promise because God loved Abraham and he was going to do something amazing because he could, because he's God. So he goes on and he says, one was born of a, of a slave, one was born of a woman of promise. Now this may be interpreted allegorically. So he goes in and he begins to talk about, I won't read it all to you, but he goes and he begins to say, look, here's what's going on. You have one person who's of the law and this is a, this is a product of of slavery and legalism. And some of you are still trapped in that. But if you wait and God delivers his promise by faith and you trust that, then guess what? You are a person of faith and you're free. Now listen to what he says in verse 28. Now you, brothers like Isaac, are children of promise. In other words, Isaac came through Sarah. That was the promise of God. That was the miracle of God. And we are of Isaac, people of faith, if you know Christ and trust him. But just at the time, uh, who was born according to the flesh persecuted him, who was born according to the spirit. Isaac and his brother did not, did not get along very well. And so also it is now. But what does the scripture say? Cast out the slave woman and her son, for the son of the slave woman shall not inherit uh, with the son of the free woman. In other words, there's a difference between a system of law and works and a system of grace and faith. So the brothers were not children of the slave, but of the free woman. So here in Galatians, Paul has drawn this clear picture that everybody there would have understood because they were Jews. He said, here's the deal. Remember Father Abraham. God made a promise. He needed to believe it by faith, but they took into their own hands to do the work. And what came out of it? A child who would fight against Isaac all the days of their life. Now, then God, because God is a faithful God, he brought forth, right, Isaac, who we are products of, products of that promise and that faith act and that act of grace. So here's what Paul is saying. Look, there's examples from the Old Testament on that if we trust Christ and Christ alone, we are set free from the law that binds us. <laughs> now you do that, and you'll definitely have grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today and your kindness and goodness to us. And now, Lord, I pray we will walk in freedom, the freedom that you, Jesus, have brought to us because of your grace and your kindness and your love. And it's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. God's blessings on you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. 
Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.